Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing, whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing your Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hello, my friends. Happy, happy October. So I hope you had a wonderful weekend for the beginning of October. I was teaching Reiki 1 in Reiki 2, and I still have such heart happiness. I love teaching Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. I love witnessing, seeing people have their inner healers activated, and people who have taken Reiki 1 and Reiki 2, seeing them take it again, and seeing them become even supercharged in terms of their inner healer. Cause every time you take a Reiki class, your Reiki gets upgraded and your ability to do it is stronger cause the Reiki is also stronger. And it's just so inspiring hearing the stories, being in class, witnessing, seeing, I just have such incredible heart happiness and joy from this weekend. I also taught a, um, I did a, a dousing class as well, a dousing, a group dousing. And I just love doing that as well. In fact, it was on the energies of October. So uh, I take the energies of October. I talk about October and, um, and then we do, I do a dousing, clearing, and healing for any of these non-beneficial energies that could be coming in to support people moving through the month of October. And it's just so incredible because so many people, I've been doing it for a couple months now, and so many people are finding it helpful to them. And I just am so inspired by it. In fact, I think I'm going to, um, I may do that a couple more times during the month to support people. If you are interested in it, um, you can always reach out to me. Uh, the It is $25 and I'm happy to uh, send you the recording. And so let us talk about the energy of October. Okay, my friends, the main theme for October is tumultuous transitions. And I know that word can, the first word tumultuous can seem like, ooh, we just want to let go of any kind of judgment on it, any kind of fear, any kind of anxiety, because sometimes it can be beneficial for us in, in, a, in a way that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. First, October is potentially a bit of a challenging month where patience, acceptance, and flexibility are really needed to navigate it well. And so we want to call in the energies of patience, acceptance, and flexibility to, our, to really allow our human to be in flow with what's coming in. We are being pushed up against the wall of our own internal process of change and there is nowhere else to hide from what needs to be released, healed, and transformed. 
there can be moments where there'll be cranky times where you feel pulled to go back inside, be alone and in your process. And there will be times where you feel it's beneficial to get out into the world, that you feel like you are in flow and you're effortlessly allowing yourself to get out into the world and be, be a part of the community and then also allowing yourself to really jumpstart your next chapter. Or I'm going to say instead of jumpstart, really allowing yourself to be an effortless flow of your next chapter with ease and grace and abundance and joy. That being said, my friends, the energies coming in um, that are really here to support us. So you always want to have that frame of mind. It really is beneficial. The energy may be up and down and tricky and erratic with the potential for disruption. However, there will be times of incredible magic, beauty, cooperation, and support. So really allow yourself to also focus on that, that there are going to be amazing times of magic, beauty, cooperation, and support. And also know that, you know, if you have been in practice for a while and you understand how to kind of ride the waves, this is really where the practice, like the rubber meets the road, where you're able to use the tools to shift to a higher vibrational frequency. And so then anything that is coming in, you're not going to get so pushed around and you're not going to get so caught in the energy that's up and down or tricky and erratic because you're going to understand how to shift and maintain your alignment, groundedness, and your high vibrational frequency. Yet, if you do find yourself shifting down, it's okay because you have tools, my friends. Just remember you have tools. Sometimes I shift down and I'm like, oh, whoa, what's happening? Oh, Okay. I'm here. I'm, I've shifted down. Okay, that's okay. I have tools. I can uh, clear, release, and allow myself to shift back up. But I also, there may be something coming in that, um, you know, is being called to be processed. So that's where then just using your tools of self-realization and looking at like what's happening right now in my experience. Also know that breakthroughs this month are not only possible, but highly probable as there really is no escape from the necessary healing that needs to take place before we can really allow ourselves to move on and really progress to that next chapter effortlessly. The proactive part of this month is about showing up, telling the truth, and then having the courage to ask for support in allowing yourselves to, to move to the next chapter instead of being pulled back into old patterns, old programming, limited beliefs, old ways of being the old paradigm, letting us release from that to allow ourselves to move into the next chapter. So the body and the emotions are uncomfortable in this new landscape and the mind could be resistant to change. This is where you have to really work with the emotional, the mental, the physical bodies and support with the tools and that monkey mind, got to work with that monkey mind and reeling that monkey mind in. 
and also having patience with yourself and others and practice acceptance in the face of unusual and unexpected situations. So stress is caused by unmet expectations and feeling overwhelmed by the amount of emotional input that could put us over the edge of our management abilities. That being said, earlier I was listening to a talk by Dr. Bessel van der Kloek. He was talking about stress and how stress actually can also be really beneficial. And I'll just give this an example where say you love cooking and you are making this magnificent feast for your family and you're so excited about it, you enjoy cooking, yet you're trying to time everything and you feel some stress trying to get, you know, two things at once done. And that stress though at that time can really be beneficial where it's motivating you to be able to cook things just at the right time so then everything lands on the table um, in perfection as your family comes in to enjoy this amazing meal and then you sit down and you enjoy it with them and it's so amazing and lovely and you feel so great. That's where stress could be really, you know, beneficial. Um, I think sometimes, you know, there could be a stigma also on stress because we can become so overworked and exhausted and caught in the non-beneficial stress patterns. And so you just also want to remember, you know, you have tools, you have things that you can support yourself and also just letting yourself have those management abilities, letting yourself manage with tools, letting yourself clear and release stress and also letting yourself, um, letting yourself take more time to reflect and see where you are in the experience. So I will give you an example from my own life. Really interesting. Um, as I mentioned, Saturday, I did a, a Saturday morning, I did a dousing, a group dousing for the energies of this month. And I talked about how um, there could be, you know, you know, feeling of overwhelmed by the amount of emotional input that could put us over the edge of our management abilities. And, you know, and then I did this dousing and I felt really amazing after the dousing. It was incredible. And I went right into teaching Reiki one, which my day was pretty um, long. I started at like, I think at like 6am on Saturday. And then I had that 8 a.m. dousing group from 8 to 9. And then I went right into teaching Reiki 1 at 9.15. And it, teaching Reiki 1, it's, it's a pretty, um, you know, I went from 9.15, had about maybe one or two breaks um, and 30-minute lunch and finished around like 4.15. And when you're, when you're, when you're moving through teaching Reiki or, you know, taking taking the Reiki class, anytime I teach Reiki, I'm also getting an upgrade in Reiki. And so I'm also going through the, you know, the clearing process and I'm getting my, you know, everything is getting upgraded. And so, and so I was going through that upgrade process. And so by the time I finished the class at like, I don't know, maybe four, four fifteen. I definitely was like, whew, all right, I'm going to eat a light dinner and I am going to bed 
early because I had Reiki two the next day. So I definitely, you know, I felt like, whew, I'm going to go to bed early. And after I finished my light dinner, I noticed I felt a bit sad. I had some loss and grief and I kind of tuned in and I realized, oh, it's connected to my dad. And I had been thinking about him the week prior. I had made, um, my dad used to always make homemade tomato soup and I made homemade tomato soup for the first time. And, and so anyway, so my, I noticed I had some loss and grief about my dad and I was like, oh, okay, um, I just decided to go to bed. I was like, you know what? All right, I'm just going to go to bed. I'll reset, you know, through sleep. And, and I, you know, I've always understood how beneficial sleep can be. And so I made the choice to go to bed, which is interesting because I, I also just said, you know, um, the amount of emotional input that puts us over the edge of our management abilities. And I wasn't even, I, I decided not to work with the loss and grief at that point. Um, you know, even to use my management abilities in terms of the emotional input information that I was getting, I decided to just, um, shut down my systems by going to bed and letting it be processed out through sleep. However, I, um, I just got an aura ring a couple weeks ago and I really got it cause I wanted, I was interested in seeing the data from my sleep and it's been really interesting. I've, you know, I've, the data that I've been receiving regarding my sleep, um, has been really beneficial. I've been really in the optimal ranges and I, I, um, I trained myself as a child to really, um, you know, when I go to bed, sleep well, and I've just always enjoyed um, going to sleep knowing I'm going to have dreams or be able to have, you know, just spiritual um, experiences. And so anyway, it's been really interesting experience receiving the data from the aura ring. And this night, though, I woke up at like, I don't know, like early in the morning, like two or three in the morning. And I, I, you know, went to the restroom and I, and I was like, oh, let me see what the data for the aura ring is. And I, you know, downloaded it and I saw that it was telling me that my heart rate variable was, was high. And it was interesting because I'm like, high gosh, it has not in the two weeks that I've had it, it has not been high once. That's interesting. What's happening here? And then I realized, oh, I went to bed feeling really sad, feeling loss and grief. And, you know, grief um, can be held in the lungs and then, and then in connection to the heart, right? The, the energy in the heart. And I thought, wow, I, it's showing that it's high and I can feel the sadness. I can feel the loss and grief. And it was so interesting to me to really understand in a whole nother way how much 
emotions and how our how our thinking can really be affecting our physical body and how like my my heart rate hadn't been high when I initially went to bed. So if I had taken some time in terms of my management abilities to, you know, okay, I'm going to do a five minute, um, you know, Reiki energy healing meditation where I, you know, asked to clear um, the loss and grief. I asked to clear the sadness. Yet even as I'm talking about this, I feel, I feel some welling in my eyes. Um, I just, I, at that point, I just wanted to go to bed because I didn't want to have to deal with my emotional body, with my mental body. I just wanted to, I had a, I had a, you know, I had an amazing day on Saturday, yet I felt a bit like, okay, it was a, it was a pretty big day. So I wanted to go to bed because I knew I had a big day the next day. But what's interesting is we just get in this to do, like to do, to do, to do. And I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do that. So let me go to bed now. And our, I don't know, like our emotional, our emotions and our, and our thoughts and can just be put to the back burner. Like when I have adequate time, then I'll deal with how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking and, and then I will, but the reality is it could be really affecting our physical body. And then, and then we wake up and we're wondering, why don't I feel well? Oh, I didn't get enough sleep. Well, I got to tell you, my aura ring will tell you, I definitely got enough sleep. I have enough deep sleep. I got great REM. Yet my heart rate variable was high and that wasn't connected to my emotional body and my mental body because I was having some some just thoughts about my dad and, and I had some sorrow and loss and grief that, you know, he passed away two years ago. And I don't know, like I didn't have the opportunity. And I'm getting, you know, a little bit emotional about this. I didn't have the opportunity to make, to learn how to make tomato soup from him. And what would have that been like to be able to cook with my dad in this, like more as an adult? And so it's so interesting just to think about even in, in this practice where I talk about mindfulness meditation, I do mindfulness meditation, I do energy healing, kundalini, yet are we still in... Like, are we still in the practice of allowing ourselves to be moment to moment and checking in with what we need? And am I just still rushing through life? Am I letting myself experience life? Or am I still, or am I still caught in this to-doing, which when I worked in television, I was very much in the to-doing life. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta run out the door, gotta get to set, gotta go, you know, do this, do that, do that, do this, do that. And am I even enjoying it? Am I even processing my experiences? 
Am I processing my emotions? Am I processing um, my thoughts? You know, and um, or am I just stuffing everything down until I have adequate time to get to it? Well, that's not how the emotional and the mental body and the physical body work because they are in the presence of now. <laughs> they are in the now, my friends. And um, whether or not, and I realized whether or not I wanted to um, take time to process the loss and grief, to acknowledge how I was feeling, my emotional body and my mental body, like they were like, okay, well then we're going to show it another way. It's going to go into the physical body. And so then at like when I woke up at two and three in the morning and I saw that my heart rate had been high or was high, I then at two and three in the morning, I then was like, oh my God, seeing that red, whoo, that alerted me. Uh, okay, well then I got to take time. I need to take time to do this right now and to practice. And so I did a Reiki energy healing meditation and a self-treatment. And, um, and then I saw my, the heart rate was going down. And so then I went back to sleep. And then when I woke up, um, in the morning, it was completely, um, great. I was in, um, I was in the beneficial normal range and which was great. Yet I then, um, did some more research, Googling, and just really diving more into the connection of, you know, can your heart rate be higher when it's in connection to loss and grief? And also then knowing, you know, even if you're getting a great night's sleep, if you have a high heart rate, how, that, how can that then potentially diminish your physical um, experience would you need then because what also the aura ring was then telling me that I then needed um, at when it was like two or three in the morning and the aura ring thought I was you know just going to be getting up for the day um, was suggesting then I have a rest and recovery day which is interesting, like, oh, so that means then the rest and recovery, no working out, really, and it was also suggesting that if I could, um, letting myself, if I could take a nap or letting myself really rest, but how many times in my life would I have just pushed through? I would have just pushed through, like, oh, I have, a, I have to go to work, I have a you know, 12, 14 hour day. I would have completely pushed through even though the data was then suggesting I recover because my body needed that time. And it was so interesting to kind of realize this and then, um, at, and I was doing it at two or three in the morning. And so then as I was also processing the loss and grief with my dad, about my dad, I was then processing loss and grief of just how much time or how many times I didn't adequately allow myself to really tune in to my emotional, my mental, my physical body 
and hear what they were saying and being called for what they needed. I really negated my own nourishment of self and nurture of self in order to um, go fulfill some other expectation. And I don't know what's more important than the expectation of me taking care of myself, my body, because all this rushing around hasn't necessarily allowed me to understand how to tune into myself and, and, and care for what my emotional, my mental, my physical body is telling me. So it was a really interesting experience at, you know, two, three in the morning. And then, um, you know, when I woke up, you know, seeing that my heart rate was in like the normal zone, I was like, wow. And also just how incredible, you know, in terms of doing the energy healing meditation mid night and then also the replenishment of sleep like how important it is for our bodies to rest because then with the aura ring it was then saying because then I did get enough um more of the restorative sleep and my heart rate had gone down to uh the the normal zone it was then saying I was going I was I was you know I was fit for an optimal day. I wasn't needing the recovery time like I would have if I had just gotten up in the middle of the night. So it's just really, I'm definitely in like the, wow, our body, I knew was infinitely intelligent, but it has got so much information for us. And if we just spend more time supporting what our body is telling you, telling us, it can really help us to really feel um, being in our optimal health. And so this month, coming back to the management abilities, really supporting us to um, use tools to, to help us to manage our emotional, our mental, our physical bodies, to help us then be in overall you know, health, vitality, vibrancy, and in our optimum. Um, and this month is going to be a really good month to pay attention for this. And so also this month, there could be some confusion and chaos, which could definitely be part of this month. And this is where then the having the beneficial stress management, as well as neutrality during these times of ups and downs will really help keep you balanced and aligned and grounded. And I share my story because I do have a lot of tools and I, I definitely, I love taking classes too, yet I am in the human experience. I am humaning people. We are all humaning. And this is what we're here to learn in terms of our, our abilities. And the more that you tune in and understand how you operate, the more that you're going to be able to express and be and live that kind of healthy vitality vibrancy life that you really may want in your heart. Okay, so October is dynamic, yet it also could be volatile with as many opportunities as challenges. Really focus though that as many opportunities, my friends, as challenges. And in terms of the challenges, look at that as beneficial. Hopefully, we are all practiced now at managing crises and can be more easily able to ride that thin line between fear and excitement. 
one of the opportunities is to modify our belief systems, our patterns and relationship to the past, really letting ourselves let go of the past to be in this present moment, to really be able to enjoy this life experience in the now. And as these transitions take place, core issues may surface for a final review and release. And it's not meant that for us to hold on to those core issues and oh, get caught in that story. It's just, it's surfacing for a final review and then release. Let yourself review it and then release. So like even with connection to like my dad, he passed away two years ago. So there was some loss and grief in terms of the final review and and release and allowing myself to release it and and letting myself then be able to also be more in harmony with just aspects that my dad gifted me with and one of it is you know the love of cooking and baking and some other things that I have just been surfacing in the last week. So we can't put off necessary change any longer, my friends, as we reach an end point that really is forcing us to surrender to the healing change that really is inevitable. So let yourself let go of resistance, my friends. The responsibility and discipline this month will be to manage your energy in a way that uses it for beneficial, positive change, personal evolution, and necessary reorganization instead of being quick to fear, anxiety, anger, blame, negative reactions. Make kindness a daily practice and take care of yourself and the relationships you value, my friends. Okay, so how this month may show up for you personally This could be potentially an uncomfortable month of personal growth and inner transformation that will be great in the end. Yet, it could be turbulent and tumultuous tumultuous while in progress. You will need to discipline your mind, your mental body to trust the process as well as to be in acceptance and uncertainty confusion and to let yourself clear muddled thoughts. The best way to navigate really is to keep that don't know mind, that open wise mind and to release the fixed mindset. And then this allows you then to accept any surprises and unknown outcomes as you move, as moving you only towards what is for your highest good. So it allows you to accept any surprises and unknown outcomes as moving you only towards what is for your highest good. And it is important, my friends, to stay in your own lane as the challenging energy, the tumultuous energy will be affecting everyone. And this isn't about then like, oh my God, it's gonna be so negative. It's not. Just know that we're all moving through this. We are all in a collective, my friend. The cosmos energies is coming in and we are all in this collective experiencing it. And everybody experiences it differently. You know, if you've been practicing with tools for many, many years, you, this may not even be like a, a ripple to you because you really understand how to ground, align and stabilize yourself in terms of the energies. You may really understand how to anchor light in physical form. So that way then 
you know, you are able to maintain a higher vibrational frequency. And even if you're not, it's not right, wrong, good or bad. I mean, you know, I sometimes go down to the low vibrational frequency. I'm like, oh, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Interesting. And then when I'm become aware of it, I let myself shift because that is all the process. We were all in this process where we could be in a high vibration frequency and then we could shift down to lower. And then once you notice and catch yourself, then you let yourself process the experience and then let yourself shift. So one of the other things that you want to use this month is discernment. Use discernment to know where to get involved and where to set better boundaries. Knowing your own truth can help in keeping you on your own track. It is very possible this month that you will see more clearly what you need to let go of in order to move into a new opportunity. If your life is completely cluttered with attachments to regrets, disappointments, successes, failures, old dreams, what could have been or what did not happen, then you are not free to step into a new vision. My friends, it is time to clean the slate, clear the decks, and use this expansive energy of transition to truly let go so you can move in and allow yourself to be effortlessly in to that new vision for your highest good. Okay, so relationships. There is an intense focus on relationships this month, especially around the full moon on the 9th. It is an opportunity to reflect on your relationships, not only with others in your life, yet also with your past, with yourself, your environment, spiritual life, physical health and well-being, and future intentions. So the reflection questions are to ask, are you happy and satisfied with your relationships? Are you happy and satisfied with your relationships? Take some time to answer that. Do you have enough love in your life? Do you have enough love in your life? Do you feel fulfilled and on the right track with your agreements, support, and collaborations? Do you feel fulfilled on the right track with your agreements, support, and collaborations? If not, it may be the time to make some changes. Relationship agreements tend to move in seven-year cycles. At the seven-year mark, it's always a good idea to reflect on what is complete, what needs to change, and what to reset or improve for the next cycle, if anything. And my friends, please try as it may be. Try not to take things personally this month because it's just everyone is being affected by the energies. Just try to stay in your own lane when an issue is obviously not yours to fix or to be involved in. Allow yourself to get comfortable with uncertainty and a little chaos around potential misunderstandings as transitions take place. Let yourself, because remember, if there is some chaos, you can learn to shift up to a high vibrational frequency and the chaos then is running under you and you're aligned and grounded, but you're in a high vibrational frequency, so it's not affecting you. Um, let yourself really practice that. Okay, health and the physical body. Take any opportunity that comes your way this month for healing Never has self-care been more important as the body experiences the discomfort of turbulent and tumultuous energies of transition and change. 
It is okay to say no to what you know does not serve your well-being and it is good to try new ways to support healing where and when you need it. Rest is key as there is an, as there is an overabundance of emotional material to process. That's right, my friends. <laughs> Isn't this interesting? Like as I say this, I think about Saturday morning and how I was doing that croup dousing and talking about this. Rest is key as there's an overabundance of emotional material to process. And meanwhile, doo -doo -doo, I went on my way Saturday night, went to bed, and I had an overabundance of emotional material to process. Yet I, I went to bed and now I'm like, wow, that's so amazing. Um, man, we are exactly where we need to be people. And it's just really profound to, uh, contemplate that on a whole nother level. Okay. So the best and most permanent healing comes from being able to surrender to the process. And if you are in resistance, who friends, it will just bring on the suffering even more. Let go of the resistance and then find humor. And when you, if you do find yourself resisting, like me, like I went to bed on Saturday night, then just be curious and find humor in it. Cause I'm like, oh man, I was, I was like fully in my, my humaning. Um, and you know, and then just reach for the tools again. Once you realize there will be this times, there will be times this month where you may feel some, your brain may feel foggy and unfocused. Use the tools for that. If you do dousing energy healing, I recommend a dousing and then doing a brain balance. Um, there will also be times this month when the body feels overamped with energy and you may be tempted, tempted to have like impulsive behavior. Some movement towards a new direction is positive as long as it's not out of reaction or explosive anger. It will be better for your health and well-being all around if you can stay neutral and practice kindness whenever possible to then allow yourselves to release from any kind of stressful situations or any kind of stress. Okay, so business partnerships and projects. If you have issues, my friends, in terms of any experiences where projects or business, business partnerships, they may be magnified this month. Um, and again, though, remember, this is all for highest good. And it's because to bring something into focus to allow yourself to be in the divine solution for it or to allow something to clear so that way you can be in harmony once more. So at the same time, if you have positive ideas, new inspirations and exciting changes, this could also be magnified, creating space for expansion and good opportunities. It's not the best month to leap into something that is a huge risk, yet it is a good month to improve, modify, and increase what you already have and are doing. And improving your relationship is at the top of that list. Extricating yourself from unsupportive work environments or toxic situations should also be considered of high importance. Strive for partnerships and projects that will support you better in your own transition and change instead of trying to make something work that is obviously not aligned or it might be no longer aligned. Maybe the energy is complete and then the energy is going in another direction. So allow yourself to become aware of that. Is the energy complete in this? And it's not right, wrong, good or bad. It's the isness. And if so, allow yourself then to um, shift and follow the energy. 
When something falls apart, it could be a surprising change, yet one that you must trust is still moving you in the most beneficial, highest good direction. If a change is past due, you will have an opportunity to catch up with it this month. Okay, environment. Tumultuous transition with regards to the environment is more of an inner adjustments to how we deal with permanent changes in weather patterns, global temperatures, and disruptive natural, natural phenomena. There's a tremendous resistance to these changes and can be a great deal of blame as to their origin. Instead of being in the camp of blame, be innovative, responsible, and flexible. Unexpected tumultuous climate phenomenon may account for shifts, sudden changes, and a need to reorganize plans. As always, there is some suggestion in terms of spending some time dealing with your personal environment, cleaning up the clutter, improving your surroundings to reflect an improvement in your life. I was just reading recently that they say gardening twice a week can really um, bring a lot of health benefits. So that kind of goes along with, you know, spending time in your own surroundings to reflect, you know, what does your personal environment look like? Okay, so here's some dates and time frames. October 1st through 7th, we are still in an introspective and reflective time where it's best to stay in your own lane, releasing out of blame, judgment, and patience. These days can be either cranky or full of promise of some improvement. Look for magic and beauty instead of focusing on what is challenging in a negative way. Face anything difficult or disrupted with patience and trust. Use your support and balance your energy between doing and being as much as possible. October 8th through the 15th, stay out of resistance. Engage your moving center and be proactive with your intentions for navigating change and transition. We are in a time frame where you can easily feel really push the point of stress where there is nothing left but to surrender and give up. This may actually be a good thing as it will put you into the flow of release and movement forward. Be creative, curious, and accepting. Everything gets magnified during this time, so make sure the spotlight is shining on the positive and prosperous and not on what you perceive to be broken, challenging, or lacking. Let yourself let go of negative bias, my friend those non-beneficial stories and really connecting into the energy of gratitude. What can you be grateful for? What is beneficially happening? And not in a false sense of that, you know, toxic positivity, but really allowing yourself to align in the miracle of the moment of life and how things are happening for you for your highest good. Okay, October 9th is the full moon in Aries. That is on Sunday, October 9th. It is known as the hunter's moon. This full moon comes with volatility and the potential for intense healing change. It is a fiery energy that can inspire you to engage something new or resolve an old issue that needs to be addressed. Be careful you don't burn bridges or be too quick to anger as a response to stress. Relationships are a focus during this full moon and what needs attention will become apparent. Make sure to involve gratitude and the appreciation of beauty in our life and with those around you. An awareness of your support will go a long way to seeing the glass half full instead of half empty and lacking. Okay, October 16th through the 23rd, 
a time frame of fits and starts, pushes and pulls, a bit of chaos and brain fog. Remember, if you do dousing energy healing, do the brain balance that will help you for this. Um, you may feel the stress of muddled and disorderly energy as you try to organize your life in a way that makes sense. Be comfortable with not knowing and trust that the uncertainty of the future will all turn out just fine. This is a good self-care window where you focus on your personal well-being with that will bring positive results. October 24th through the 30th, we're entering a window of extreme volatile, <laughs> a lot of upheaval, a lot of upheaval, and it's very, it could be very volatile. Um, we have an eclipse cycle beginning on the 25th um, that will increase the pressure for change and transition. A healthy, grounded spiritual practice will be helpful during this time to keep you balanced and anchored on your personal path. Find the courage to engage in what you need for your own personal transformation. Stay out of conflict. Let yourself really be in that wise mind and be mature and responsible for what you can change in your life. Forgive the past and accept what you cannot control as you allow others to be on their own process. The greatest opportunity this month is for personal transformation, but it will take patience, perseverance, trust, stress management, and a willingness to endure some discomfort. But knowing this is for your highest good, to allow yourself to really shift and change and elevate in a whole new way for your highest good. Um, also, October 25th is the new moon and the partial solar eclipse in Scorpio, my friends. So that is the um, that is the update in terms of um, the energies of October. And like I said, we're already we're already feeling this. Um, you know, right now. And this is this update, you know, I, I get downloaded a lot of information. And I also do research. So part of this update is from the power path. Um, and they are amazing. And yeah, I mean, the most important part of this is really um, using your tools, my friends. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, just make sure, you know, this month, use your tools, use your tools, support yourself, a lot of self-care and nurture. And that is it. Happy October and much love, light and Reiki blessings, everyone.